<clears throat> okay, hello everybody. Welcome to Quinspiracy. I am doing a lot of these shows. As I say on every one when, <laughs> when I open up now. So, I'm not big on intros, but I am Anthony Quinn. This is Quinspiracy. And I have a very talented guy on the line, so I'm not going to hold him up any longer. Dave, are you there? I'm here. How you doing, brother? Oh, man. Like I just said, I'm living the dream, man. <laughs> we don't know what kind of dream yet, you know? <laughs> it's starting to seem more like a fever dream. It was getting a little bit crazy before, but now it's starting to seem like it's getting a little bit weird, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't... What would surprise you, Dave? Like, what is there anything that would really surprise you these days? <laughs> Oh man, what would surprise me? <laughs> you I didn't mean, know I, I was I gonna. Know. You didn't know I was gonna be asking the cutting edge questions. <laughs> no, that's a real that's a real thinker when you think about it. Because realistically, yeah. I would never have thought that we would have had uh, a, a flu keeping people indoors for for a couple months, and then race riots. It's like who knows what's next. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the conspiracy. What usually comes in that, yes, that line it's, of thinking? I'm sorry, Dave. I know this all centers around me and my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to be a good boy, okay? I just I just want to say real quick before we go any further. Uh, this is my friend Dave. St- I'm going to really try, Dave. Stasic. No, I didn't do it. Sate sick. Sate sick. Perfect. Dave, sick. Yes. His you sate, doing, your sate is very sick. I must say that. <laughs> Indeed he is. <laughs> he is a sick, sick sate. <laughs> Dave Saitzik, he's a very talented guy, man of a thousand voices. Um, you know, he plays around. You see him booked everywhere. He also promotes his own shows. So, uh, you know, he's a he's a shaker and a mover. Um, he's, he's got some voices. We're going to ask him some stuff. But I just, you know, we were supposed to do this. I just want to say I, you know, we had that little, we, we, we pushed it back a half an hour. And I was able to, to shower, Dave. <laughs> See that now you can come to the table properly. You feel like you dressed in your Sunday best. I'm just. It's I just think fantastic. it's. Gonna, I think it's going to be a cleaner podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers fucking crossed. But sometimes you need that dirt, Dave. Right? In, in the middle of the day, sometimes you need a shower. Absolutely, hundred percent. Even if you took one in the morning, you're going to take one at night. Sunday. But, in the but of the day. last so time you, know you were last time you were on, I we had a pretty good podcast, and I was dirty as hell. So now I'm worried. <laughs> We're gonna see if it could be a polar opposite. I guess. I hope it's not. Go, I'm wor- go roll around. Go roll around some shit real quick in the yard, and then come back in and we'll be good to go. I'm worried that I threw off our momentum, Dave. I'm I'm getting nervous. So let me ask you: How was that thing last night? Didn't you guys have like a thing where people could call, like, uh, contribute, or was it just? Oh yeah. Uh, so so John Wendell and I are uh, we're doing our our podcast live on Facebook Live. Uh, two bold comics. Uh, it was a good show. It was a lot of fun. We had Eric Albert call in from Slaughter Stand Up, my buddy. That's great. Um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, that was pretty much it. It was an hour long. We had a good time. Actually, we were almost an hour and a half, I think. Wow. Yeah, it was a long show. It's a cool, long man. show for sure, cool. but it was good. I mean, and that's cool, you know, especially when it's live. People like the long shows when they're live. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, like, especially because they don't look at it. When you complete a show and it's an hour and a half uh, show and you post that, people look at it and go, wow, it's an hour and a half. But when right, people right. are into it and they're listening to it, it's different. They can get caught up and everybody has a great time. Right, you absolutely. Know? But committing to a 90-minute video, um, even if it's not the live one, if it's a couple days later, people aren't going to watch that live show back. They will listen to a podcast and typically one that has been 
edited down even to like 60 minutes if you do a 90 minute show so yeah i mean you could do parts know. part one part two two you know like right. I, there's all kind dave there's so many options man and you know i mean you know when you start nobody's really listening i mean <laughs> i got tens to hundreds <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so one of the reasons why I wanted to be so clean, Dave, I, I really, I mean, I brushed everything, you know. <laughs> I really want because you have some famous people with you, right? Several, several right here. Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't really get famous people on this podcast that much, you know. Absolutely, it's mostly like depressed comedians. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be the groundbreaking one where you're going to get the press comedians and celebrities. Like, yeah, well, no, you had, you had a couple come by last time, but you know, I was, I just wanted to make sure it was okay before I started dropping bombs. You know, right, right, absolutely. <laughs> before I started really demanding out of you, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Say sick. Say sick. Say I just said your name right there now. Nice. <laughs> now I'm really, really gonna, gonna really. Exploit you, absolutely, and your talents. Okay, so so are, you have these people ready. Are they ready at your disposal whenever you want? Yeah. Okay, because I, I have a question for the, more. you have Morgan Freeman, right? Did he come over today? Yeah. Okay, all right. Hang Ma- on, let me see if I, let me get him on the phone. Hang on a second. <laughs> it's hard. Sometimes Morgan Freeman doesn't always want to come to the phone, you know, he's just, pretty fucking famous guy well he said why don't you why don't you start asking a question and then he'll he'll jump on oh really okay all right okay i understand that i you know he's a very soft-spoken man and yeah our, our president doesn't really seem so soft-spoken so i remember that movie where he had like you know the, the earth the the meteor was coming or whatever like what do you think how do you think what do you think he would have to say at this time of need for america time like this for America, there are so many things. <laughs> He's old. I know it's old. He takes a little while. He's an old dude. <laughs> Everything takes longer when you really want to think about what you're saying. <laughs> Sometimes you have to take your time. Sometimes you do find yourself getting there faster, but over the times your thoughts are just driving the Stacey. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. You were in that movie. I forgot about that movie. Yeah. I was in that movie. Yeah, that was, that was, I don't know, is that still considered a good movie? <laughs> that was an excellent film. I believe I should have won an Academy Award. But. Wow. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was an interesting part. Definitely. I like that. I like it. So, so what would you say? What would be your, if you just had like one, a line from a public service announcement, what would it be? I would simply tell the people of the world, <laughs> citizens. We are going to be fine. <laughs> okay. All things will be okay in time, but when the media hits, just run like hell and well, have sex with whoever you choose along your way. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's great. I appreciate that. That's, you know, that's the kind of shit people need to hear, man. People need to hear. They do need encouragement in times that are trying like these. Yes, yes. You have such a soft-spoken voice. It's awesome. It's really awesome. Well, thank you so you ever, much. You ever give massages? <laughs> Sometimes, slowly. Very slowly. Oh my! Did you ever meet Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> I met Harvey once in an elevator. We passed each other in the Miramax building. 
Harvey <laughs> tried to Harvey tried to sexually assault me, and that was the last time I saw him. <laughs> wow, you're part of it! Holy shit, we. I, Morgan, I don't know. This is a comedy podcast. I don't know if we should be joking about that. <laughs> well, I knew it was comedy and conspiracy theories, so I thought, why not float one out there? All right, See so if this one gains any so, Yeah, so <clears throat> I think I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to ask you to leave, Morgan, because that was that was on the line. I'm sorry. I liked you though. This was fun. I do apologize if I cross the line for your show. <laughs> I can't stand for that kind of talk. So, so I have to. I, we have to call somebody else in now. Are we ready? Are we ready to call somebody else in? I will pass the phone off to whoever you say. <laughs> I was. I actually wanted to ask um, Al Pacino something real quick. Hello, who am I talking to? <laughs> what are you guys having like an orgy there? <laughs> no, we're just all hanging out, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> did you have right. to? Did you have to put the lube down or something to come to the fucking line? Why would you say something like that? Are you outside looking in my window? <laughs> oh, my God. So what's up, Where Al? Where are you? Where are you hiding? <laughs> I don't see you anywhere. So, Al. Where are you, Anthony? <laughs> I'm in Garnerville, man. I'm in Rockland County, dude. You're welcome to come over. I can have 10 Al Pacinos over. <laughs> 10 Al Pacinos. <laughs> I think that's, I think, I don't know if one's, too many. One might be too many. So, Al, let me... Is a baker's dozen. <laughs> let me ask you a question, Al. So, you just did the J- Jimmy Hoffa movie, right? I did. Like, last year or something? It was... It was. I'll tell you honestly, Al, I thought your talent was fading a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this movie... I felt like the, the entire movie was on a very down note. There was no action. There was nothing exciting. <laughs> no, but I, actually, this movie, I thought you did a, I thought you did a decent job. So, let me ask you. Did you just take the movie for the money, or do you really know where Jimmy Hoffa's body is? Tell me the truth, Al. I want to know. Well, I mean, come on. If I knew where Jimmy Hoffa was buried, don't you think I would go find him, dig him up, and get his pot of gold? <laughs> oh, does, does he have a pot of gold? Pot of gold like a leprechaun. A lot of people don't notice. Hoffa had the luck of the Irish. Wow. Wow. Buried and- with his lucky charms. I want to find those. I heard he's got all kinds of gold. Rubies like the Goonies. <laughs> Rubies like the Goonies. Wow. And did you have you talked to anybody about this? Who am I going to talk to? So, so this Who am I going to talk to? Anything? Who wants to hear this shit? <laughs> this is a Quinspiracy exclusive. Wow. Jimmy Hoffa's gold with his Goonies rubies. Wow. Holy you start shit. telling too many people about it. You start getting people curious. Next thing you know, someone starts snooping too much. Then all of a sudden, somebody goes to sleep. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> Not to me, and not to the girl who walks my dogs. I don't want her gone either. <laughs> so, did the movie like did the movie mean something to you, or were you just getting a paycheck? Like, well, it's always great to work <laughs> actors like Robert De Niro. You know, people at his level. Uh, great to work again with Martin Scorsese as well. Hoorah, he's people, the man. People at his level. Okay, good. All right, Al. I, you know, <clears throat> I thanks for your contribution, but I think we're done with you. I'm sorry. I, I don't have anything else for you. Just like that. Throw me a sign. <laughs> I just, Anthony Quinn's done with me. I'm, I'm, I'm done with you, dude. I, I just, you know, I think we did well. So let's just quit while we're ahead, okay? Okay. I like the way you think it. That I sounds need, good to me. I need to talk to Liam Neeson real quick. Liam, come here. What's it talk to you? <laughs> I, it's, it's weird to me. It's like a fucking demented porn that's going on there. There better not be an underage chick there. Jesus. 
I don't know who you are. <laughs> I'm I Anthony know what you want. I'm Anthony Quinn. You know who oh, I am. Oh, you're Anthony Quinn. Is that who you are? So, I've heard you. So, the, so, so let me ask you a question. I, there was a movie you were in, right? Everybody loved that movie where they where they, they took your daughter, right? And it was... <laughs> they were going to... They, they I love that movie. That was my favorite movie, I'm sorry. She was, she, so was, she was a virgin and they were going to sell her into like slavitude or something, right? Well, not for money. <laughs> so, quite, so, quite lucrative. Quite so, lucrative, that trade. So I, I want that same spirit that you had from that part. I want you to give a message to that lady in Central Park with her dog. What would you say to her? <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't know what your dog is. If it's a place for him to poo without having to pick it up, I'm afraid you haven't found it. What I do have, however, is a very particular scooper of poop. Pooper scooper that I've had for a lifetime. Pooper scooper that scoops up poop from dogs bigger than yours. Wow. Wow. That was very nice of you, Liam. That was very... You're, you're, I guess well, you're Irish, right? Are you Irish? I'm Irish. I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you drink a lot? Everybody named Liam that I've ever met like kind of drinks a lot. Do you drink a lot? It's important to stay hydrated, especially when you like to do as many action films as I do. So, <laughs> I mean, like, aid, water, all kinds of. I mean, like, like whiskey. You drink like whiskey. Like, I, I you, you drink Irish whiskey. I used to like uh, Bushmills. Bushmills is good. I like Jameson. Bushmills either. <laughs> One of them is actually I know, no. Irish people always bust my chops because they're like, Jameson's the queen. Oh, no. They say, Bushmills is the queen's whiskey. <laughs> Bushmills oh, is the queen drink. So, the queen drink Bushmills entirely for yourself. So I just thought I, thought, I thought, I thought, I just thought you were really nice to that chick. Like, you didn't mention anything about her. Important when you engage somebody to do it with a sense of purpose about something else, then you move it over. I mean, okay, Transition. okay. I'll put it to you this way, Liam. Liam, who do you think in that scenario? Who do you think smarter, that woman or the dog? The dog, clearly, because he would have picked up his own shit right before he stepped in it. Um, his owner did not. That's why I think she deserves to be arrested and put away for a long time, longer time. Yeah, they took her dog away, and they. Sultans. She went to the Chinese. <laughs> they, she lost her job. Lost yeah. her job. Lost everything. And she was a banker. I think you know she she was probably involved in like some of those corrupt the, the corruption the <laughs> the corrupt bankers that were involved in your daughter's you know kidnap and and you know almost acquisition into prostitution. <laughs> That's why I went to her house and I stole everything she ever cared about. <laughs> Her dog, her ice cream, the pictures of her children, all of it. <laughs> wow, you stole, you did all that? Wow. I took everything, everything that matters. <laughs> that's, yeah, dude, that seems a little extreme. Irish people definitely have bad tempers, man. I, you know, I, my, my son, my little eight month old has a bad, I can't let him watch your movies, man. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does he become combative and violent? <laughs> Yeah, he gets very upset when he, he he wants to go to sleep and he's overstimulated. And I think your movies are just too much for him right now. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. So, 
Can we move on? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I, I wanted to talk to Christopher Walken real quick. Good afternoon. <laughs> Hello, who's Miss, that? Miss, <laughs> you know who this is. Come on, dude. What are you guys doing in there? You, you, something good must be going on in there because you don't even know. I'm Anthony Quinn. Come on. We're not talking to one another. We each leave. Just a word. <laughs> Everybody in show business knows who I am. You know that. So, so Mr. Walken, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, it's I know a pleasure you, to be here. <laughs> you haven't necessarily done anything in a while that's relevant at all, but you did some really good stuff, so that's, that's good. <laughs> anyway. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> so the, the thing is, like, is... I, I don't understand this. Somebody told me they saw Christopher Walken walking in the park without a mask. What's up with that? Man who believes <laughs> the antibodies sit there in my house before I leave and I say, antibodies, if you're not in this body, get in. We're going for a walk outside. Oh, put on your mask. Well, I'm not sick. So go for the walk. People scream. People scream, it's Christopher Walken. Chris, where's your mask? I say, it's none of your damn business. So, so I empty bodies in my body. So you kind of like, but this is the thing, man, right? How did that work out for you in The Deer Hunter, right? How did that work out for you? I my brains out at the end of the movie. <laughs> what were you playing? I would what, say not too good. What was that game you were playing in the movie, though? Russian Roulette. Yeah. Russian Roulette. Yeah. Great game. <laughs> and you were good at it for a while in that movie. Won a few hands before my luck turned. <laughs> so couldn't that be a good analogy for like what you're doing walking in the park? No? With no mask? Depending, Anthony, <laughs> who am I to define what's actually going on? Just a man who tries to get by every day. Go for a walk. <laughs> Exercise. I'm old. My bones. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, you're using the old defense. Okay. Right. Advancing in years, as I was told to say, by my wife, who's advancing in years as well. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, no. I understand. Okay. All right. You know, I'm a big fan. So we're going to let you off the hook. Just try to wear a mask. We don't want to see you get sick, man. All right. You know, I understand. Sounds, sounds reasonable. <laughs> I understand it's hard to teach uh, an old Chris Walken new tricks, but, you know, just. Be careful, man. Be careful out there. Anyway, I just I one other person I think that I, I, I just I don't have the energy. I probably have energy to talk to one more person. Is Sly Stallone there? Is he there? He is, but before I put him on a question <laughs> for you, you say wear a mask. Should I wear a mask when I'm in my car driving alone? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't personally. But some safe in the car, but not outside. That's what you saying? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, that, I believe that. I believe that, you know. I'm, but Christopher, see, I'm, I'm kind of a fat person. <laughs> so mass- Fat people have good reason to smile. Jolly, <laughs> happy people, jovial, Santa Claus. <laughs> Whoa, are, are, you, are you fat shaming me? I'm saying fat people have a reason to smile. Wow, okay, all right. All right, wow, okay, so now you can go, bye. <laughs> It's great talking to you. Okay, slide. Maybe you don't have to wear your mask. Maybe you're good. <laughs> oh, so now I don't. You're gonna give me a panic yeah, attack. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe you're good, man. Yeah, watch the wear deer. A mask. Hunt. 
Don't wear a mask. Be afraid. Don't be afraid. Watch the deer hunter. Two thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Okay. You say my name in a very um, like stereotypical way, you know? You know, and this is what we do. You know, it's good to talk to you again. I've been smoking a while, man. What's going on? How you been? You know, like you, you know, what you're, you know what you're doing to me right now. You're almost doing like what that little lady did years ago when I was a kid, when she opened that window and said, "It's Prince Spaghetti Day." You know? Yo, we, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Anthony? I don't even know it. We got to work on more positive stereotypes, man. You know, like like work on pronouncing words and stuff. You know. Well, you know, if I try to pronounce every word I say, I end up sounding like a different kind of person. I like to pretend that I'm smarter than I am. I write movies that are the same movie over and over, just in a different place and, you know, with a different type of arrow from my bow. Okay, so so this is what confuses me, Sly. Now, listen, I'm a big fan, dude. Nobody was a bigger Rocky fan than me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate that. <laughs> even the newer ones, I don't, you know. even, I don't mind. The the, Ram, the newer Rambo's are terrible, but we don't, we know we're just gonna stay positive. We're gonna stay positive. You didn't see, you didn't see last Rambo, did you? Last Blood, you see that one yet? Yeah, no, no, I didn't see. You, you think it was I, good? I, I didn't see it either. <laughs> you didn't see it either. Uh, I don't even watch my own movies, you know? I wouldn't either. That one, I dude. Like, I don't like to see myself up on the screen. I feel like, you know, I get all self-conscious. I feel like I'm not muscular, you know? Yeah. And I go do more H. I go do more HGH, you know. I go do more steroids. Well, 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 that's what I was. That's what I was gonna ask you. I was gonna say I'm. I'm surprised at the amount of like action roles you still get. Well, you know, I write most of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you write them yourself. You know, I read Rocky movies, I read Expendable movies, I read uh, Rambo movies. Wow. And, you know, that's just pretty much it. <laughs> so, so you were saying about getting your HGH, and that's that's really one of the questions I had for you was, how is it getting your HGH in the pandemic? Has it affected anything? Well, you know, everything, you know, it all, it all comes from China. You know, it all comes from China. So everything has been, you know, thrown off a little bit. Uh, it's hard. I get the Mexican HGH, but it makes me feel like a horse. You know, I feel like I'm a horse when I take that. Wow, you feel like a horse. Holy! I feel shit. Like I'm actually, I feel like I'm, I'm turning into, you know, on a question. You know. Wow, I, I'm not sure what that means. Can you elaborate on that? Or I, I heard the word. Uh, some a jockey. I walked past yesterday. He said it. And I was like, I'm gonna use that word in a sentence tomorrow. I don't know. He was just saying. <laughs> Wow. You know, I, I always thought it was a fallacy that you weren't, you know, that bright. But I guess, I don't know, maybe you're just getting old, maybe, right? Getting a little yeah. old? Yeah, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know? <laughs> smart, not smart, stupid, make a movie, make a couple movies. But we're making Demolition Man too. Did you hear about that yet? Oh, really? Demolition oh, yeah, Man too. Wow, I love Demolition Man. We're going to bring Wesley Snipes back. He's going to come together like the Terminator. They did the end of T2, you know? Are you really bringing this? Wow, Wesley Snipes. I love him too, man. But I don't know. His, he great, you know? his career, he got, in, he got in that trouble with the IRS. Why didn't you help him in his IRS trouble? Yeah, well, we bail everybody on it. Okay, <laughs> tax trouble. Okay, <laughs> tax. I pay my, you shouldn't pay his taxes. I pay mine, you know? You, 
Have you bailed anybody else out? You said I can't bail everybody out. Who else have you bailed out? I know. <laughs> I bailed out BG Nielsen after you know after having Flavor Flav you know had their fall now. Flavor Flav Wow. I bailed out. Bailed out Dolph Lundgren. You know what? Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. He can't even get locked up with him. You know. Yeah, you sure bailed him out. Absolutely, you gave him a career. <laughs> yeah, Rocky, you want to be Rocky Ford, you know? Driving Drago, you know, make a big star, you know, you can be him, man. You know, I, honestly, I think Dolph Lundgren had some decent movies, but all anybody ever knew him as, remembered him, was that dumb Russian-looking guy from your movie. Ivan Drago, you know? Yeah, yeah, Ivan Drago, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you sometimes have a problem separating fantasy from reality? I mean, you know, I, I went to a went to a, you know a group therapy session, you know, for a while because I, I couldn't stop remembering. You know, after first blood, all I was running around trying to like take over cities, you know. Like, do you? How People many? Thought I was a supervillain of some sort, you know? Because it, you, you know, you know, not a supervillain of me, you know. <laughs> you know then, but it, it must confuse you because they put that real statue in Philadelphia. That's a real statue. So that makes it seem like Rocky's real. Is that confusing for you? You know, after I gave up the title, you know, it was hard burying Apollo. It was hard, you know. I never really got over that. But, um, you know, then then I see he's in the Mandalorian now, and I'm like, what's he doing in space? He's in Apollo. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, yeah. How come there's no part for you in the Mandalorian? Damn. You know, they said, they were, you know, you're, you're five foot one, you know, the top guy in space at five one, you know. What so. did you do something to John Favreau? Is that what you did? Uh, you know, I, I, I one day he goes, hey, you know, I want you to play Iron Man. We want you to make, want to make a Tony Stark. You know, you're the richest man in the world. And uh, and I see, you know, I, I don't got time for that kind of shit, John. You know. Oh, so. And he and he took it the wrong way, and, and you know, that was so. it. So John Favreau wanted you to play Iron Man, yeah, you know. and you turned him down, and that's why you're not in The Mandalorian. Wow. Holy mackerel. Thanks. You, know, thank uh, you, you. Don't, you don't talk about the roles you don't take, but you know. <laughs> thank, thanks for coming on, man. Wow, this was uh, They offered me Iron Man. They offered me Captain America, you know. So you think Wolverine. you could have you been both, Iron Man and Captain America? Uh, at one point, I was like, you know, we make the all events, you know. <laughs> But if if you were all the superheroes, how could they have been played? The, how could they, the adventures happen? Well, you know, it's all done with you know uh, with, with special effects, CGI. You know, they just, should have just CGI'd you. They should have just CGI. You know, <laughs> but wouldn't that be like insulting people's intelligence? Wouldn't they know? Like, they're all Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, you know, but, but he looks different. You know, <laughs> but he's wearing a different wow. costume. Wow. Yeah, so they're not all the same guy. I'm glad, man. I'm I'm dude, I'm glad you came on. I needed some stimulation. <laughs> I was, I'm glad I was here too. I really appreciate you having me on. This is really nice. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Hey, thumbs Could, up. Do me a favor, give me Dave back. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yo, you got it, huh? <laughs> Wow. Hey man. Holy mackerel. Whoo! right? You really got those guys revved up, man. What are you feeding them, dude? And they came here and I just put Red Bulls out on the table and I was like, just go to town. <laughs> Holy shit. They were looking for craft services. I was like, we don't have that set up here, guys. It's that, not that kind of production. Doesn't that shit get annoying? Isn't your girl sometimes like, you'll tell them to leave and you're like, but it's my comedy career. <laughs> yeah, like, how am I supposed to get kicked these out, you know? 
How am these I gonna? People, these people make me who I am. You know? <laughs> How am I supposed to get back on Quinspiracy? <laughs> It'll never happen if I don't have my friends with me. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, but thanks a lot, man. That's so much fun. Um, of course, Dave Saitzik. I yes. just Dave Saitzik, the man of a thousand voices. That's how John Wendell. You know, John Wendell, not for nothing. He contacted me yesterday about your thing, and I was busy. Making magic like I do. You know I make magic. <laughs> he reached out to you about my thing? What the fuck is going on with Wendell? He reached out to us about the... About I know the show. I was fucking... <laughs> yeah, well, no, we've talked about your thing so many times, Dave. He wouldn't just reach out to me about that. But he... That's old hat now. We don't need to talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we... We've already covered that one. We're on to other people's things now, Dave. Right. So, so... But he, he messaged me about the, the podcast, and I, I wasn't sure like I wasn't sure if it was a, a, a room chat thing. Everybody's doing different stuff now, because I thought yours was on Saturday nights, right? It was originally on Saturdays, but we moved it to Thursday because we knew that that night was going to be impossible to continue once society opened back up. You know? That's You're always thinking, Dave. You are always thinking. Absolutely. So, so John Wendell messages me, and then he messages me, I guess not. Now, oh my God. <laughs> is is that harassment or what? I almost called the cops, dude. <laughs> uh, realistically, people are burning down police precincts right now. I would be like, yo, I got a real problem here. John is hi-hatting me on the show. Dude, I was like, whoa, man. I'm putting my dog back on the leash now. I said, <laughs> so, so, okay, so. Yeah, so let's, enough about John Wendell and the way he harasses people on the internet. Enough about that. But surprisingly enough, he sent the link from Twitter about the woman with the dog. Now, oh wait, wait—the real link you're talking about from before? Yeah, yeah. He was oh. the one that—he's the one that I—he posted on his page, and I saw it. So thank you, John Wendell. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know where that even came from. I thought you were just asking like a question, like randomly. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't know I was talking about the lady with the on her with the the dog and that with the incident. You didn't know I was talking about that. No, no. What happened? Oh. I didn't hear about it. Oh, you are you serious? Yeah, I didn't hear. Oh, the lady. There's a lady in Central Park. Some woman. Um, her dog was off the leash, and some um, some black dude was like, "Excuse me, could you put your dog back on the leash?" And she like lost her mind, and she was like, "Oh my God, there's an African American man." And he's uh, oh he's harassing me, and everyone's like, "Yo, man! I mean, if you call the cops and say that, that's almost like saying they're gonna come kill the guy." I mean, that's right. you almost sentencing him to death these days. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a crazy thing. But she just lost her mind, and they um, they took her. You know, they took the dog. They she's getting fired and everything. I mean, she was Good. walking her dog in Central Park. Can you imagine? Like that's what people don't understand about the social media age. Like you used to be able to act like an asshole out in public and have like a flip out session or whatever. But everybody's got a camera in their pocket at all times now. They pull their phone out, they record it, upload it, then everybody sees it, and the next thing you know, you can lose your job. Like you can lose everything over over your dog taking a crap. Like are you kidding me? If this if this existed forever, dude, I'd probably be living in a swamp somewhere. <laughs> Only place it's safe these days. Sit in the swamp, let your dog run off the leash. If this existed, I'd be like if this existed forever, I'd be like the hermit no one talks to. <laughs> if every if every public interaction Anthony Quinn has is on tape, wow. Oh my goodness. There was a movie years ago. 
Um, I got to remember what it's called. I'll update. I'll get back to you on it later on. It was with this guy who was in the fifth element. Um, his name is Lee something. I forget what oh, it was. I love he that movie. There's something. He was in there something about Mary. He was the guy who was had the bum leg all the time, and then it turned out he was faking Chris it. Chris Elliott? No, not Chris Elliott. No. no. No, his name is Lee, Lee. I think it's Lee Stevens or something oh, okay, like that. Right, okay. It's Lee something. But he did this movie where he got accused of a crime, and before that he had started recording like every minute of his life, and somehow the, the tape of that particular time he's accused of the crime disappears from his home. And it was a really, like, kind of a, of a different type of movie but it was it was interesting like recording every minute of your life and how bugged out that would have to be like to spend every minute recording who's not going to be like oh man they got this all on tape today well <laughs> i mean what it comes you can down never have a bad to, day yeah. again what it comes down to dave is you know just like i don't i was talking with jesse me and jesse actually started i don't know if you know jesse montanez he's a really funny guy we started this podcast and i was saying we were talking about it um um i don't put security on my phone and some people think I'm crazy, but what, the passcode uh, to get in? Yeah, I just don't. I just don't I because I don't. I don't either. Because I'm like, listen, go ahead. What do you want on there? You know, there's nothing right, on there. I, I, if I put a security code on there, it's a hindrance to me. Right. Every time I want to pick, I spend so much time on my phone. I don't yeah. want to sit here and put this code in. Let me just swipe up and open up the phone. That's right. But I tell people that, and they're like shocked that I say that. I yeah. want to leave my fucking door open. Like, what, you want to come in and abuse, you don't want to take my stuff? Take it! Well, you know what's the funny thing is people <laughs> people are afraid that somebody's going to go into their phone and see something, but, like, the way... It's so funny. People like you and I probably, like, part of the reason why we don't care is uh, there's nothing being hidden. When you when you don't lie and hide shit, everything's out in the open. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to worry saying. about locking my phone so nobody sees, like... Who but gives shit, but that's know? a microcosm for everything. Is if you do the right thing, who fucking cares? Exactly. Right. At the end of the day, all things work out right, and you don't have to worry. Yeah. About I mean, eventually things sort themselves out, dude. I know that's very simplistic, but I no, mean, but you're right. But it's just like there's all this bullshit information everywhere, so I don't know what to trust. You know, I'm just that's a big part of, of the agenda of the day, it seems like, right? Give everybody so much overload of information and who can verify people don't verify, nobody fact checks. It's it's hilarious. It's like people share shit. Years ago, I remember there was a rumor, probably back in like two thousand or two thousand and one. I was working at the Cheesecake Factory at the time. Whoa, I love the there. Cheesecake Factory. That's one of my favorite places. Uh it's an awesome place. Loved it. Working there was a nightmare. I was actually talking about it last night with John on the show, which is weird enough. But there was a rumor that came out on the radio. I remember they said it on the radio. Whitney Houston has died at the age of whatever she was. And and I heard that because I was by the bar. And I, I went over to one of the guys. And I was like, yo, you're not going to lose Whitney Houston. And people were losing their minds. And But there was no way to verify it back then. You know what I mean? Like, oh, somebody died. And then it turned out within an hour, they were like, Whitney Houston's not dead. She's still alive. That was what those things were like now. And people still haven't learned to fact check 20 years later. I mean, you know, the, the you know, the media has always twisted things. It's always been shaped to control us. But Absolutely. the thing is there's more of it now. So they have to con- work harder to control it. So Very true. it's just and there's it becomes more dynamic. It becomes there's all kinds of facets and all kinds of niches. And you start to wonder like what is this niche about? Is it about news or money? Like somebody so somebody was over here one night they were like, "No, look, see, National Geographic says Bigfoot is real." I said, "Yeah." And they clicked on it and it said, "Just subscribe here and I'll tell you all about it." And it's like, "Come on." <laughs> 
<laughs> right, exactly. So, it's so real. We want we want everybody to know the truth, but you got to pay to get in. But, but they, you don't want everybody to know the truth. Somehow they had National Geographic. No, I mean, it makes me think it's bullshit. Of course. I mean, we were talking about aliens, Dave, and honestly, man... I had, you know, Sean Barry, you know, Sean Barry, he was on, I had, I had him on. He's like a staunch atheist. He doesn't believe in shit. <laughs> and, and I like, I kind of like that. I, it's very interesting to me. And I mean, when I talk to people like him, it does really all seem like bullshit. You know, I mean, when you look at all the facts and now all the information they're releasing, like, like yeah, it's, it's do, overload. do governments release information? Is that what they do? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the weird thing is all of a sudden all of these things that have been done all these years to protect us in the name of national security and, and everything that's been done all of a sudden you're just going to declassify and tell all of us. Now, don't get me wrong. The government is supposed to be accountable to us because they are they serve us, you know, but at the same time, you and I both know we will never know everything, everything. But all of a sudden, aliens and, uh, you know, and like, they, yeah, they release documents, too, and then they're blacked out. Some things are blacked out. Right. Like, so, so you still have so much that's redacted and, and un, unclassified while you put out a document that's been you know so heavily redacted every 10 words there's a blacked out phrase and it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, this could be anything. You're, you're blocking <laughs> out the key words of it, the whole thing, you know? You write some chick a love note and be like, when, you, when I love you enough, everything will be clear. <laughs> yeah. And then over, then when it says, I love you enough, cross that out and write redacted right above it. That's what I say. Like, you want some shit? You want some shit? Some black, less black spaces? Be good. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, is everybody's in this, they don't even care mode. I mean, if you were a clandestine person that wanted to do crazy stuff, this is good for you. This right now has got to be a crazy person's favorite time of the year. This is Christmas for them. I, I mean, and moving forward, too. Just like 9-11. I mean, 9-11, the world was never the same after that. No, never. It's never. I don't think it'll ever get back to where it was before that. You know, but, but it was But it literally, like, every, like, idiot dictator after 9-11 happened was jumping for joy. Because now they could just say, no, we got to protect you for terrorists. And they can, you know, hammer, you know, shut down the regulations and just any anything they wanted. The they Patriot could, Act literally changed changed lives in America forever and that was an overnight in the name of security kind of thing they put on us now okay so that's a good that's a good point the the the, the Patriot Act so now this is a good example of now Dave if you're not you know if you're not doing anything illegal and you're not doing anything crazy and you're just living your life working a job you're a family man does the Patriot Act really affect you no not at all but at the same time it does because it makes you wonder. They have the legal precedent to wiretap, record, survey whoever they deem to be a security threat. So how do we know that that's not being abused and not recording everybody in a giant data pool? Okay, so, so it's kind of like it doesn't affect everybody who's just doing the right thing, but it also still kind of does in a weird way, you know? Well, it does. So what I'm saying is, so okay, so who are you prote- who are they protecting if they don't do that? If they don't bring an act where they can do, I mean, they're they're not doing anything in the name of whatever war or agenda they have. If that's taking care of Al Qaeda right now, if that's the priority, then you think I'm just you saying, who does it? The country, like, like sometimes it's easy. And this is this is my point. Is listen, man. I mean, anybody that knows me knows I'm not a big like authoritarian. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not crazy about the cops. Although that's changing. My stance on that is changing. 
Um, because we have to be reasonable about these things. You know, you can't Absolutely. let your personal stuff in your life, you know, have um, an impact on what you say to people, especially if you're doing things like this. You have to try to be realistic about it. And I mean, you know, if, 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 you're, you know, if you're really just doing the right thing, then be, a, be an example and try to get the Patriot Act changed. You know, but you know, I'm just saying like is so many people want to be pissed off about the Patriot Act. And I was one of them. I was one of them years ago. I was mad about it as well. Yeah. And but now I'm just I'm like, dude, take care of what you want. to. You think I'm that important. And that's what, it, what I was going to say before. People think they're so fucking important, man. You yeah. know, and, and they, they don't they believe that there's going to suddenly not be um, subject to belonging to the same system. If uh, if somehow one or two of their rights are given up, it's like. Yeah, they, well, they yeah. control everything. They can do whatever they want. I, like I always your, used to, yeah, I used bones, to, when you, if you, if you don't have a will when you die, your shit goes to them. Like, believe me, you're not getting away from the system. So if they want to wiretap, you shouldn't be doing anything stupid or crazy to begin with. You know, like, I don't advocate for that. But the point is, how are we ever going to stop that? You know? If they want to do that, they can do that. They own us. They own everything. They own the cell phone towers. They own the cell phone companies. They own everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we were talking about, real quick, I was just talking about this with Josh Wells the other day. It's kind of interesting. Um, have you ever noticed that, um, like, say there was a mic and you were going to write your name down. How would you write your name down? Dave Sitzik. With capital D and a capital S, right? In all small letters. Correct. So now, yeah, yeah, everything else lower. Okay, so now on all your documents, if you look at your license, your social security card, everything, it's all capital letters. I don't know if you've ever noticed that before. But everything's all capital letters. So yeah. what some of the conspiracy nuts say is it's it's called it's called Indominus something. I have to I have to look it up and try to remember. <laughs> I don't care that much, but it's it's interesting. Um, so what they say is when you're when you're born, they give you a social security number and you like sign your rights away. And now you're a corporation um, representing the United States. Interesting. Yeah, because every every um, every document you have. Has capital letters, and I mean, like, if you never sign your name, capital letters, and is that really you? Now, people have gone to court, and they've argued, and some of them have won. But I mean, like, I guess they had a lot of free time and money. <laughs> That's not me, and that it, this boils down to again: what are you doing? Does it mean that much to you if you're speeding to get off a speeding ticket? Do you speed that much? I mean, I don't. Right. I never speed really. I mean, I speed enough to where they're not going to pull me over. You know, right, that, exactly. I have no speeding tickets. Yeah, I'm saying is like is is what do you after a while you start to think like what what's the greater good, man? You right. know, and and and, and are, well, this is what I used to say when I was a drug counselor to people. You, they're thinking you you think they're thinking about you more than they really are. Right. You know, you're not the center of the world. You know, you're the center of your world, but make your world healthy, and that's what we have to try to do. You know. <laughs> And when yeah, Anthony- if, if people knew how little other people thought about <laughs> them, like people aren't preoccupied with you, but we're, we're, it's part of the human condition to feel like they are, that things that are being said are about you. So, I mean, I, I get why some of them get like that, right? Where they feel like that's yeah, something yeah. they cope with. It's part, yes, it's part, it's part of the human condition to think, like, yeah. compare yourself to other people. But what other people think of me is none of my business. That was a good one I used to say to people. That's one of my favorite quotes ever. What other people think of me is none of my business. And, exactly. Um, there was another one about humility I used to say. Um, humility is, I didn't think of myself less, I just thought less of myself. 
Interesting. You know, so I mean, you know, the sometimes you just got to think about this stuff. And that's honestly, I, I've never been a nut, but I was more of a, a conspiracy enthusiast than I am right now because you start sensibly thinking about this stuff. This ancient alien show, Dave, let me tell you, though, they're, <laughs> they're talking about some crazy shit, dude. I mean, <laughs> extraterrestrials. I mean, beyond that now, they're like into Bigfoot, you know, was David from the Bible and all this stuff. I mean, they're just, they're just going crazy, man. Anything. Anything they're saying. They're saying the Loch Ness Monster was like a sea god. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's beyond. It's beyond. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just, you know, who knows what they're going to say about this, you know? They get some asshole with a PhD in folklore, and he's like, it's like, this was a sea dragon that had survived uh, probably since the dawn of time. <laughs> I have a PhD. And uh, he, he was in Scotland, and now he's dead. Yo, why is that? Never see him again. Yo, why is that guy's wife so ugly? Yo, he's got a PhD in folklore. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's a. Yo. I think she's a dire wolf. <laughs> right, exactly. He is the fucking worst type of doctor there is. Although, PhD in folklore. Oh, I keep joking about the one guy. I don't even think he's a PhD in folklore. The one guy, William Henry, on the show. I keep saying like we might have to go see him, man. You know, maybe you with your voices. You know, you could just be like. <laughs> Talk to him as Liam Neeson, like, I know you're there. We know there's no Bigfoot. <laughs> Get a fucking life. <laughs> I'll tell you something, I'm from Ireland, and I've never seen the Loch Ness Monster on any of my trips to Scotland. <laughs> I have not seen the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> but that's it, like the guy, the way they say things and the way it's cut up, it's just, it's suggestive, man. And right, very much so. Not everybody, you know, thinks about his stuff as much as us dave <laughs> no no unfortunately we're people that have been overly mentally stimulated and probably just go off yeah mentally. i mean they don't hate themselves as much as we do either but <laughs> that's a different podcast that's a different podcast <laughs> all right anyway so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up but uh, i just wanted to say uh i had a ball again dude likewise man thank you so much for having me on dude. i had a ball it was again. a lot of fun so we're gonna do this one more time let's see dave st- State sick. No, oh, I man. fucked it up. Say it again. Sate. Oh, your sate is sick. That's right. My sate is sick. Dave. Dave sate is sick, and his name's sate sick. <laughs> and please, if you see him around, um, you know, go see him once life gets back together. Tune into Two Bald Men. Um, that's what it's called, right? Two bald guys. Two, ba- two bald comics. Two bald men. <laughs> don't don't fucking. Don't heteroshame me, Dave, okay? Two bald men sounds like something that like the, the men on film from A Living Color would be doing. We're two bald men. Don't heteroshame me, Dave. I could be a fucking top, okay? All right? <laughs> Fuck Jason Scott. All right. <laughs> anyway, man, thanks again, brother. We're going to have you on again soon. All right, sounds good, man. Definitely looking forward to it. Cheers, brother. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, everybody. Wow. The one, and o- the one and only Dave Saitzik. Yes, Dave Saitzik. He's the man of a thousand voices. We only asked him for five. We didn't want to be crazy, okay? We don't want to wear out our Dave Saitzik. <laughs> I got to start saying his name. I got to start practicing it. All right, guys. Thanks. for Thanks. We'll see you soon. Cheers.